Acting Captain, Sam Lobos. This will be my last log entry. They've all gone now. It's just me. Adding the final adjustments before we reach the rift. The rest of the six remaining crew members should have ejected a few moments ago. Radiation level finally too high to support human life. But the captain goes down with the ship. <laughs> it's funny to me. Because... I was never supposed to be the captain. And this was not how I imagined this mission would go. I guess I want to leave a record of what happened here. There ain't much hope it'll reach you, but I'll send it out anyway, until the entry point. With any luck, a relay satellite will pick it up for transmission back home. So where to start? I guess I'll start with me. I'm a pilot. A bridge officer. I worked the night shift and remained mostly unnoticed by my superiors. I think back on it now. I guess I liked it that way. I liked the quiet. The control. The fact that I was alone all the time. I was a damn good pilot. But I never really tried to be a better one. I suppose that's the way life is. Even if you avoid change, you still gotta do something when it happens. You gotta keep going. You can't freeze. There is no freeze. There's just... what's next? For me, this starts just over a month ago, when I was assigned to the SS Kronos. It'd be the first ship of its size and purpose I had ever had the pleasure of manipulating. It was a science vessel, but one that had been outfitted with some experimental stealth and slipstream alterations. She was a test ship. A whole lot of hubbub and credits went into making her, and the politics around whether or not it should have been done were heated, to say the least. Sure, it was the money. The Empire was holding on for dear life, and any resources used to build this ship were taken directly out of the war fund. In the end, they sold it to the government stiffs by saying the tech, if it worked, could be applied to the fleet. But now, after all that's happened, I suppose there were warnings. Some outspoken scientists that feared the combination of untested tech could lead to disastrous ramifications but they quickly disappeared after the project was greenlighted. Ah, oh, hell. I don't know why I'm bothering telling you all this. Ain't no one ever gonna hear it. About two weeks ago, we reached the Outer Rim Colonies. We refueled and picked up a scientist who had developed the slipstream drive, Dr. Nemes. What can I say about her? I barely met the woman. Walked by her once in the mess. She seemed quiet and driven. That was her reputation around the ship as well. People respected her, but there was a lot of mystery around her because of the tech she was working on. I... I was just the driver. Worse, I was the person you tag in when the big boys need a rest. I couldn't have known what she'd become. 
Shit. Can you hear that? I wonder if this recording is picking that up. It's another critter. I can hear it skittering around above me in the ducks. There are some of the things that crawled out from the other side. They look like ants, if you tried to make one from the different parts of a human being. I'll need to deal with that sooner, rather than later. Once they find a place to transform into the bigger ones, well, let's just say they're a lot harder to kill. Fuck. Okay. I thought I'd have a minute or two to get my head on straight, but fuck it. I'll keep talking, keep recording this. I really don't know how much time I have left. The countdown hasn't started yet. Huh. <laughs> you don't care. And even if you do, I'm long since dead enough to care. <sighs> My anti-rad meds must be wearing off. <clears throat> we left the colony and headed for deep space. Away from the battle and into the unknown. Three days out, they began running experiments, alternating between making us disappear with alien stealth tech and sending the ship light years away via slipstream. Every time they'd do a series of tests, we'd blip out and show up somewhere unexpected. It happened so fast, my flight calculations couldn't compensate for the randomness unaccounted for in the math of the stream. One second. There you are, fella. Sorry. Yeah, you really need to make sure these little fuckers are dead. Where was I? Oh. Most of the time, the run would take us a few days travel away. We'd work our way back to more familiar space, and they would run more stealth experiments along the way. I read the reports sent back home prior to the last few days when the ship started slipping in and out of reality randomly, and we lost connection completely. The reports are clean, straightforward. Experiment failed, but more understanding was gained, resulting in minor success. No details. I assume because no one wanted an order to return home with so much riding on the success of the ship. What they told you was a lie. As soon as experiments began on the ship, so did the anomalies. Little stuff at first, sleepwalking, auditory hallucinations, migraines, insomnia. But then people started disappearing. Folks would turn in for the night, and by morning, having not left their quarters at all, they'd just be gone. They kept it quiet for a bit, but after a few days, 15 people were missing. An announcement was made saying an investigation was being launched into the disappearance of 15 crew members and a shuttle. They were assumed to be deserters. Yeah, that's how they were going to sell it. But remember, I'm night crew. I knew they didn't. There was no missing shuttle. I knew they were lying to us. But it's not like 15 people got on a ship and left. They disappeared slowly. Enough of the crew bought it anyways but it's not like they had much choice. It wasn't until the tears started appearing and staying around long enough for something to get out 
that the command crew started taking what they were doing here more seriously. The good Dr. Nemes disappeared at the same time, so there was no one to argue about shutting it down and heading back to known space. But therein lies the difficulty, where known space was. Our last jump had sent us 30 years from the Outer Rim and our closest colony. It'd take us three weeks at top speeds to get back without using the slipstream drive. So the question became, risk enemy attacks and put the tech at risk to be stolen by raiders, making the slow crawl back to safety, or use the tech to try to get just that little bit closer to where we needed to be. Well, hubris is a lesson rarely learned the first time. So of course, the decision was made to use it again. By this point, 34 people of a crew of 62 were missing. Did you hear that? I have to be quiet. I can hear one of the bigger ones outside. Almost the entire ship is infested now. I'm holed up on the bridge, one of the few places that hasn't been turned into a fleshy nightmare. I've rooted control of the slipstream drive to my controls. And I'm just trying to stay alive long enough to get this thing. Stop. Whatever it has done. Never mind. Listen. Do you hear that? I think... I think it's under the floors. Fuck. 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 Okay. I think I have a radar pulse over here. One sec. What the... No. It's not possible. I know you can't see what I see, but according to this radar, it's everywhere. Under the floors, there's a mass of... Tentacles? Limbs? Giant fucking snakes? They're moving underneath me. Okay. Okay. Think. I need to get out of here. I can't die yet. I need to get the ship through the rift and close it behind me. Okay. They're under the floors. Fine. There's a maintenance hatch on the other side of my terminal. On the other side of the room. And... Let me see. Okay. Good. No writhing, terrifying tentacle mass above me. I can see a way. I just need to jump. <laughs> There's an air vent I can reach to get a handhold and swing across to my terminal, but I'll have to knock it open. Gotta risk some noise. Shit. Oh, oh fuck. I'm gonna try to... Get back, you bitch! I'm... I'm... still... here. I need to... move. Move, Sam. Move! I need to get to the lab. I was hoping I wouldn't have to go back there. Even if you're doomed to die, no one should have to see what I've seen. The lab is where this started. 
It's where the base controls for the slip drive are located. And it's... Her domain. No choice now. I need to maintain slip to get back through the tear and send this hell dirge into the abyss. No one's saving it. Or me. It's too late for that. Alright. I'll use this access tube to crawl down into the lower levels of the ship. I've got my pistol, and I can't fail. I'll keep telling you how we got to now, even if there's no point. It distracts me from my impending doom. We use the slip again, and I... Don't know, maybe it was the presence of so many tears already that did it, but a rift opened. We didn't see it at first, having used the slipstream to get as close to home as we could. We only noticed it on the sensors when we came back into normal space. The rift was like the tears that had been showing up on the ship, but bigger, and getting bigger by the moment. They were a kind of portal, these tears. A door to another reality. The mind can't understand the horrors that came out of those doors. What went in, and what came back. If all the evils of man were made into art to line the halls of hell, even then you could not comprehend what this place is. What it does to you. It's darker than the nightmares of soul survivors. The things I've seen, the things I've done, to friends, or whatever they became. I had to. Like me, there was no going back for them. <sighs> the brass considered what to do about the rift. If they should continue home and send help back, or go try to clean up the mess themselves. All the while, the ship was becoming infested. We didn't know it at the time, but those little critters had overwhelmed the lower deck. They were behind the walls, in the ducts and ventilation. They had laid eggs. The eggs hatched slugs. Black and green, slimy little fuckers that fed off the surroundings and opened the tears wider. But what was worse was when one would crawl into your ear. It happened to my best mate. Turned him into a fucking zombie. Right before my eyes, it got in him and he started screaming and batting at his head. He was clawing at his skin, tearing it away, trying to get at the thing that was munching on his brain. We tried to stop him but there was nothing we could do. After a while, he stopped thrashing and went very still. His eyes had gone black and blood was pouring out of them. Then there was a twitch and he was back. No, it was back. It looked at me. It wasn't mindless when it came at my throat and I had to gun him down. Him. I killed him 
Ronnie. I killed Ronnie. Fuck, that feels like a year ago. But really, it's been three days. I guess it doesn't matter now. All that matters is ending this fucking nightmare. That's when she showed back up. Dr. Nemes. We found her in front of a tear. Naked, covered in black slime, and without any memory of where she had been for three days. She didn't seem to even know where she was at first. When she started to come round, she just said two words. Go back. We thought she meant to the rift, so the choice was made to go back. Not wanting to use the drive again, we headed towards it at top speeds. That was three days ago. We should be coming up on it in the next... Warning. Nearing destination vector. Huh. Death sure doesn't miss an opportunity for irony. Or perfect timing. <sighs> the doc came round pretty quick, but she was different. I should have known something was wrong. No one had come back in one piece. And here she was. A little sticky, but no worse for the wear and without any memory of what had happened. I don't really know what happened between her and the captain, but somehow she infected him. He told us she had a plan to close the rift, and we were heading back there to do just that. We were to listen to her instructions exactly, no matter how strange the order may be. The next day, he didn't show up for duty. When we inspected his cabin, we found the walls splattered in gore. Everywhere the blood had hit had grown like a moss over the surface. It was pink and red and smelled like carnage and lust. We had no choice but to carry on. <clears throat> An earnest effort was made to fight back against the beasts that were pouring out of the tares some spectacular acts of bravery and self-sacrifice have been noted in the log to send commendations to the hero's families. But alas, too many of us kept disappearing. And we couldn't keep up with the enemy. We'd close a tear, and two more would open somewhere else in the ship. Yesterday, we were nearing the rift, but our numbers were down to ten. Ten people and whatever the doctor had become, trying to close a rift to another dimension with a ship that was slowly being eaten and turned into the monsters that infest it. We were doomed. We had put our trust in the one person we shouldn't. She had a plan to close the rift, but it was all a lie. She wanted to widen it. She wanted to let more of there into here. She wasn't Dr. Nemes anymore. She was the bitch spawn of Satan. She sold her soul to something on the other side. And now that I think about it, I wonder how long ago. Did she know what she wrought when she made those mistakes over and over again, weakening the barriers of our universe? I guess I'll never know. But so help me God, I won't let her succeed. I will close that rift and send her and this blasted vessel to hell.
Five minute countdown activated. I'm almost there now. These lower levels are completely transformed. The metal grates beneath my feet have become slick, black bone. The walls twist in agony around me, like flesh on fire. The air is dank. It smells moldy, thick with life. I am inside a great beast. I can feel it pulse in the walls. I can feel its blood pumping all around me. Metamorphosis. She used our flesh to create a monster. Oh God. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't keep going. It's too much. On the door ahead of me. Eyes. The eyes of my comrades. They bubble up to a surface of stretched flesh. They're looking at me. They can see me. They're pleading in pain. I can't. Four minutes to destination. Something in the air. We can't lose it yet. Come on, Sam, get up. It's not real. It's not them. It's her. Trying to scare you off. She's pumping moans in. Vibrations. Tempting me. But I won't. You fucking hear that? I won't. I won't. We stopped her, but she dug in down here, knowing it was only a matter of time until her minions killed us or the ship was completely transformed. But the ship started leaking radiation a few hours ago, and she expedited her plans, sending wave after wave at us. Three minutes to destination. We lost ship's doctor, Jamal Bars. First mate, Diana Clay, Bozeman Chan, and the cook, Larry. That man was made of harder stuff than the rations that pass for food in these last days. We couldn't keep fighting her off, but we needed a plan. A plan to end this. I had the idea, I guess. Maybe that's partly why I ended up as captain. See, I figured... We had been closing the smaller tears with an antimatter photon beam, ran through a Ferramax tone in a laser pistol. It used the same tech as a slipstream, but scaled it down and inverted it. I supposed that we could do the same thing with the slipstream drive and the ship's core, but that would mean overloading it, and yes, exploding the ship. Two minutes. To destination. I'd like to say we drew straws or something like that. But it was always going to be me. I couldn't let these folks kill themselves. Too many had died already. If I could give them the best chance I could to live, no one was going to take that away from me. 
My life had been so meaningless until this point, and now I had a chance to make a difference. So they went to the pods, and I set up on the bridge. And that's where we started this story. I really hope someone made it. I'm close to the lab now, and time is running out. There it is. Was. Now it's her. The lab has become the heart of this thing. Her heart. She is the walls. Her skin stretches over the surfaces. Her bones twist and form the cavern I am stepping into. I wonder if she can hear me. Or if she's aware of anything anymore. One minute to destination. I can see the drive in the center of the room. It's covered in black and purple slime. The slugs are feasting on it. On the walls, unrecognizable parts of people move and writhe in pain. Their soundless mouths cry out for help. When I step towards the drive, tentacles of flesh and bone begin to pull out of the walls and grow towards me. Flesh pulling and tearing from the surface to increase its reach. 30 seconds. I have only one chance. Get to the machine. Invert the charge. Activate and wait for the ship to explode. Easy. You got this, Sam. Fuck. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. That's it then. Five. It's done. Four. It's over. Three. Two. I mean, fuck it. One. Right?